Hi, and welcome to Parents on Disney, a travel podcast for parents by parents. My name is Catherine, and I'm the mother of a three-year-old boy. And my name is Lucy, and I'm the mother of a five-year-old and almost three-year-old. Yeah, soon less than two months. Yeah, counting down. Counting down. Well, this week is an exciting week for us because we are joined by a special guest. So uh, we are joined by Virginia, and I, I'm going to just make sure I get the name of your podcast correct. I was just listening oh, no. to it today, <laughs> Where I Long to Be. Love that name. Yes. It is a trip report podcast. So you interview people before they go on their trip and then after they get back. Go ahead and introduce yourself. You can talk a little bit about what your Disney history is and how you decided to start the podcast and what that's been like mm-hmm. for you. Sure. Like you said, my name is Virginia and I host a podcast called Where I Long to Be, subtitle a magical trip report podcast. And it is uh, something that has started in April, which is odd because it was a very busy time at work. I did what I seem to always do, which is it's a busy time at work and I come up with other projects to add up to my <laughs> schedule. And I don't know why I do that. But um, I think when you're as busy as I can get at work, it's it's a nice distraction. It's like something that I can look forward to and enjoy, even though it's a lot of work. My history with Disney I am somebody who did not grow up going to the Disney parks. The first time I visited was was not until high school. And I do have I do have an episode of my podcast dedicated to my backstory. So if anybody wants to hear all the, the details, it's there. But basically, I went in high school once. I went to Disneyland for one day on the way to Hawaii for my honeymoon. And then I went again when my son was five. And my son is currently 13. So we've been going consistently since then. And I fell in love with that that trip. And I think specifically because I had a lot going on in my life at that time. My mother had passed away in November of 2015. And our trip was scheduled for April of 2016. So it gave me something to sort of focus on and get excited about. And in those months after, I mean, it's always hard when you when you lose someone, but particularly a parent, it was nice to have that distraction. And I remember when we went as a family it, that April, it was the first time in all those months that I felt like I didn't have to worry about all of that. I could just kind of immerse myself in the magic and focus on watching my child discover this place for the first time. And like I said, I loved Disney the other times I had gone. I really did, but it wasn't something I thought about very much once the trip was over. I I went those two times and then I moved on with my life. And this time, the minute the trip was over, I couldn't stop thinking about when would I go again? And I I remember saying to my husband, I want to go at least every other year. That's that's my plan. And so we waited about a year and I said, okay, we're, we're a year out now from our every other year. Now I get to start planning this next trip. So I started that one. And when we went that next time, that's the trip when we bought Disney Vacation Club. And as soon as we had that, it was like, well, now we have to go every year because I want to go every year. (laughs) And then I got the annual pass, which I get at a a Florida resident rate because of being DVC. And now that I have the annual pass, I'm like, well, I, I need to go multiple times a year to make that pass worth it. And so we're just on this track that eventually I'm going to be like, time for me to be a golden girl and move to my retirement home in Florida. So 
something that you particularly said in the beginning was your mother passing and then having that experience at Disney because I feel like Catherine and I can kind of relate to that. And I know a lot of people can, Mm -hmm. but for me, being able to take my kids for the first time, getting through the pandemic, I was pregnant Mm -hmm. during the pandemic. I had some issues that were very scary in the beginning. So that was like my end goal. Mm -hmm. It's like I got, I'm getting through this rough time trying to have a two and a half year old and a newborn locked in the house practically, (laughs) you know? So for me, it was kind of the light at the end of the tunnel that then once we were there, I was like, I don't have to worry about anything, but like, you know, we're having a good time. And like I said, I won't speak for Catherine, but, and I don't know if you really want to go into that, but I think that rang a a similar note with you Mm -hmm. kind of saying about having this unfortunate thing in your life. And then Disney is kind of like this. Yeah, well, at the end of the tunnel, I have so. I have two I have trips that really encapsulate that for me. So so I did grow up as a Disney kid. There were there was a period where we went every year, but certainly every other year, um, my parents honeymoon there. Like that was mm-hmm. the place that they wanted to go, and that's where we went. And I was always happy to go, but I was not like a diehard fan to the extent I would say I am now but we took a trip the first time we went mm-hmm. together we happened to be working in the same place at that point and we were not <laughs> it was not it was just not going well it's very there. toxic <laughs> and so having that trip to focus on we would take our lunch breaks together and we would have the app up on our phone oh, and be looking we at wait times, wait times and, and what are we gonna do yeah so that so that trip I would say that was really the start of the obsession, let's say, (laughs) where we really started to pay attention to Disney things more and Mm -hmm. really be thinking about, like, how do we get back there and everything. And then trip that we took November 2022, which was the first time that my son got to go, obviously, pandemic and everything. That was sort of a celebration of the pandemic being over, taking him for the first time. Um, And then my mom had open heart surgery in August mm-hmm. of 2020 um, and then that was a long recovery and everything so it was sort of like a celebration of like everybody is here, here and healthy my son was actually born three months early which was obviously a rough time and then COVID hit because he was born like Oof. right when COVID was starting to take off in China and we were thinking mm-hmm. like is that coming and then when he got out of the NICU that was like everything mm-hmm. had shut down it was at the point where like I was the only one who was allowed to go visit him like my husband couldn't even go it was everything was on very tight lockdown and so it, it was a rough start and I ended up having an emergency c-section and when I was in the operating room that was my mantra was we're gonna get through this and someday I'm gonna, gonna take to I'm gonna take him to Disney <laughs> Okay. And so we got to do that. And he's been now twice because we went last November and then we went again um, this August and he loves it. Yes. <laughs> he's, okay. he's all about it. He's the indoctrination. Oh, it's worked. yeah. It's, <laughs> yes. It starts early. He's ready to go whenever he'll go back whenever he's down. Your kids, I think, are the same way, too. They're um, they're ready to go. Yeah. My daughter <laughs> just asked today. Uh, she actually asked me if we can move into the castle. Oh, yeah. Well, well, why wouldn't she ask that? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, Cinderella's there and all her 
servants and everybody and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know, think so and not a whole lot. she said yeah probably not a lot of room she said i wonder if we could get to that rapunzel's tower you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think rapunzel needs her tower but well you know we'll wait till she learns about force perspective <laughs> it's like that's not enough for, for one of cinderella's mice to live in <laughs> yeah she's small yeah she's small she might be able to yeah i think that disney is great for the both sides of that where it gives you something to look forward to and plan and like a a happy goal. But then when you're there, it really, at least for me, allows me to be present and uh, Mm -hmm. not have to think about the outside world. And I know that sometimes you can, especially in your early days of going to Disney, make the mistake of doing all this planning and then getting there and feeling like I still need to be planning and executing and, you know, all of this sort of energy about it. But Really, what you should be doing is planning so that when you get there, you can let it go a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let it go. <laughs> I, I'll refrain from starting to sing, but um, you know, so that you can just be present and enjoy the moment as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree because I think, especially now, where there's so much checking your phone and put your mobile order in, and when can you get your next Lightning Lane, and, and it, you're always thinking about what do I need to do next, and sometimes right. it's hard to mm-hmm. it is hard just relax and yeah. enjoy it in the moment. Yeah, because I found myself, I think, because I really wanted my kids to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, I overall knew that they would because we were going on a trip. I mean, we can take a trip to the ice cream shop. And <laughs> right. it's, like, you know, almost <laughs> equivalent to going to Disney. But it's, like, I really want this to go well. But I stopped myself. Like, I can remember writing, I think it was Little Mermaid, pretty sure. And I stopped myself because I was, like, no sit enjoy you know enjoy the ride don't be 10 steps ahead mm-hmm. have things planned and just go you know try to go with the flow as much as you can because otherwise you can really get wrapped up i mean like you said a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff and i think that's something people complained about is having to be they feel like they're on their phone a lot with mobile ordering and lightning lanes and checking wait times and whatnot so and for us too we're we love the planning stuff. Yeah. Like, well, this one especially. Well, this is spreadsheet yes, lady here. Yes. Not so much anymore. <laughs> Not so much anymore. But our first trip as just, at, you know, without kids that we took. And she's telling me, oh, I have the spreadsheet out. <laughs> yeah. Down to the minute. Down planning. to the minute planning. But you know what? It was a great trip. Uh-huh. I have to give you that. Yeah, you know? well, something that we've talked a lot about um, in the past is being flexible, having a plan, yes. but being flexible about it, especially when you go with kids and you just never know what you're going to get. Uh-huh. Right. But yeah, I, I like to have a plan so that at least I know, I have an idea of sort mm-hmm. of the framework of, of my trip. I like to know which parks I'm going to on which day. Right. Uh-huh. I like to have a plan of where am I going first. Right. I like to get there as early as possible, which is not necessarily always rope drop, but I like to get there as early as possible and know I'm going to go to, if I'm going to Animal Kingdom, I'm going back to get on the safari first, and then I'm going to the Lion King show. That's what I always do. And then we kind of see where the day unfolds. But I like to know where I'm going to start, at least. Well, and food especially. I like to know where we're going to eat. What is everybody going to eat? 
to you know to a t mm-hmm. to you know because it's like the kids mm-hmm. yeah you never know with kids you're not sure what they're gonna like all of a sudden they're gonna say no yeah. i don't like grilled cheeses anymore or something <laughs> you're like that's kind of having that plus what what we're where we're gonna at least go to eat and kind of like have an idea of what we're gonna order it's you know? sort of like a mm-hmm. scaffold of yeah. your trip. Like you mm-hmm. build around exactly. it as you go, but you have at least some mm-hmm. that sort of structure. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I listened to or I started listening to your most recent episodes mm-hmm. with your son, who yes. is 13. <laughs> and at least from the podcast, sounds totally lovely and I want to <laughs> hang out with him. And I hope in 10 years, my son still wants to go to Disney with me because I'm, I'm really concerned that like the day is going to come when he's 12 where he's going to be like, I don't want to go to Disney World anymore. That's That's lame. Yeah. That's what my daughter says now is that's for babies and she's five. So I'm like, oh no. I don't know what what we're going to do if these kids decide one day that they don't want to go. You know what you're going to do? You're going to take a a child free trip. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, we need to do that in general. We need to take a girl's big girls mm-hmm. trip in general. I went with my best friend once and it was it was so much fun we had the best it was a totally different trip you know mm-hmm. like from being there with with family that was the first time I'd ever gone where it was like oh we can do what we want to do and she likes to do the same things as me so nobody's going to complain but right. <laughs> we're, right. we want to sit down and Eat whatever you want yeah yeah it was awesome <laughs> Awesome. And then I did my first solo trip in May, which I did an episode about. And that was, oh, it was so, I recommend a solo trip for everybody at least once in your life. It is so much fun. It was so like that degree that I had with her of like, we can do what we want to do. It was like that even more. It was like, I don't even have to worry about like, if I want to take a nap, I can take a nap. If I want to go sit and people watch and read my book, I could do that. And I, I did a lot of that. I was like a ton of sitting around drinking iced coffee, reading my Kindle, watching people walk past. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, if we were to go, I would be worried about the kids and how mad they would be at us. If I was to go by myself, I don't know if you'd speak to me ever again. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we could do that. Uh, yeah, it would be it would be difficult, but I'll be honest with you. I have priced out a trip or two. <laughs> By just, yourself? Just my, for me. <laughs> you have to support your friend. You have to support your friend and say, I, she wants to do this solo trip. I will do what I can to make it happen for her, knowing that she will do the same for me when it's my turn to do a solo trip. I can go and just spend the whole time getting content, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you must. Thank you. I'll miss you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wanted to ask you about, so you've been doing this podcast now since April, mm-hmm. um, and we're recording this, it's the middle of October, mm-hmm. so the last six months or so, and I was just curious if there's anything that you've noticed in talking to people that is a trend, like something that everybody is saying they really liked, or they mm-hmm. really didn't like, or just seems like it's it's changed, anything that you've noticed that's common threads between all these folks and their trips? I mean, I, I would say the biggest common thread is the debate on whether to buy Genie Plus or not. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure, like, there's some people who are like, I'm buying it every day of my trip. I don't care. doesn't matter. There are other people who are like, yeah, I want to I wanna pick and choose, but I know I need it for certain days. And then there are other people who are like, I shouldn't have to do this, so I'm not going to. I'm putting my foot down. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think that's a big trend. I think people don't love to be in their phones. We're all so in our phones as it is. I mean, 
everything from checking the weather to, you know, calling up Uber or Lyft or what, like you're constantly in your phone. And that's something that can feel like a little bit of a chore when you're on a vacation to be in your phone. So mm-hmm. I would say that is something that Disney is really going to need to think about and perhaps make some changes to the way that Genie Plus system works because I, I don't know, have either of you been over to Universal? Yes. Okay. Well, you, you know, you haven't been in a long I, time. I can't speak. <laughs> the last time I was there when I was like eight or nine. Okay. <laughs> last time I was there was 2019. It was okay. Like a year before. So everything shut down. Every time I've been, well, not every time, but most of the times that I've been, what we generally do is we book a room at one of the Universal Deluxe Resorts. And we do that because when you stay at the deluxe resort, you get the unlimited lightning lane or fast pass or whatever they call it over there, the day you check in and the day you check out. And so that's included. Whereas mm-hmm. if you pay for that out of pocket, you have to do it for each person or whatever, but it's it, everybody in your room. So if four people stay in a room together, they all get that added on. You have to buy your ticket separately, of course, but you get that benefit the day you check in and the day you check out. And so when I've done it that way, it is a completely different trip because you can go and know that you're going to get to get in that fast lane for every single ride that has it available and that you do not have to schedule it. And that makes the biggest Mm -hmm. difference in the world. And so you can plan your park time at Universal where you pick one area of the park to do and you just do everything in that area and then you move on to the next. You're not crisscrossing back and forth. You're not staring at your phone going, what's the wait time? Because you know you're just going to walk up and get on it. And I think that Disney, if they are not already thinking about that, should be about what is Universal doing right? Because that's one thing that they are just knocking out of the park, I think. Anyway, that's that's really the biggest trend. And I think that there are some other third-party things that are trying to make that easier for people. Like I've bought Standby Skipper a few times because it helps me stay out of my phone a little bit more. And so Disney's charging all this for Genie Plus and they could be making the system more user-friendly and then people might feel better about paying that charge than they currently do. So I don't know. I don't like paying for it, but I do. I had no idea about that. Now I'm like dreaming of that system. Oh, the, yeah, Express oh Express gosh. Pass. I, think it's, I mean, it's yeah. I wonder. I wonder how that would work at Disney because I think Universal, since they have so few hotels, they can kind of control the number of people. I mean, you can buy it too if you're just a day guest. Mm-hmm. But I think if they were to give it to everyone at the deluxe hotels like mm-hmm. they do at Universal, I think it would be a lot of people. And then how many people on top are going to buy it? Right. I'm sure they've looked into yeah. it and they've done the math on could could it support mm-hmm. yeah. a system where everybody is trying to get in line for Slinky Dog Dash at the same time or whatever, you know, whatever the ride would be in a particular park. But we we have both done Genie Plus mm-hmm. at this point and I thought it was a good value. I didn't feel like I was in my phone too much. I think it depends probably on how you use it. If you are one right after the other, right after the other mm-hmm. the whole day, maybe you feel like you are in your phone all day. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think I was necessarily in my phone that much more than on days when I didn't have it and I was still looking at wait times and I just that kind think of thing. taking away having to actually get on there and schedule your next one. Mm-hmm. I would pay more for that. Like honestly, if they had if they had the Genie yeah. Plus system the way they currently have it and it was the pricing that they currently have and then they were like hey, for $20 extra a person, you can not have to schedule it. And you can ride even even just one time on each 
thing that has a lightning lane with this extra cost. Yeah. There are plenty of people that would example. would totally do that, especially if you have limited time. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, and, <laughs> and just taking away having to get up and do it every morning, mm-hmm. too. Oh, that kills me. Yeah. Just wrap it all up in one when you book. But when it first came know? out, that was an option where you could just, as part of your package, right. say, I want to get Genie mm-hmm. Plus. Right, and now... So I don't know why they decided to get rid of that. I, I also think it would be nice if they would let you book a couple things in advance like they used to. Yeah. Where it was, well, that you know, too. come and get right. your three come fast and get passes three. in advance. Yeah. yeah. So if they would let you do something so you're not – because I, huh. I feel like there's a there's a rush in the morning where you get mm-hmm. on, you buy it, you go and you look for, okay, what's the first thing that I'm yes. going to – and it's yeah. just very rushed. And not that it's not rushed, not that the old system wasn't rushed when you would get on for your trip and make your, your three selections and you'd have to know yeah. 60 days or 30 days in advance which parks you were going to be at on which days. And so that had some stress to it too. But I just think it's a different level of stress when you're sitting in your hotel room at 7 a.m. and your family's sleeping and you're on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was me. I was rolling out of bed, the alarm going off and the alarm, you know, I have it up Mm -hmm. cranked up because otherwise I'll just sleep through it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, trying to scramble to get the alarm <laughs> off and like creeping to the bathroom. Yeah, close the door. It's still well, on the so, bathroom floor. Well, yeah, <laughs> We're talking so, about this. Well, I would, I would make my coffee, get up early enough to make my coffee, mm-hmm. take my coffee into the bathroom, you know, like watching everybody there sound asleep and getting on there and, and buying it. I mean, every single morning, yeah. So wasn't awful because mm-hmm. we were going to be up early to go to the parks anyways but just another yeah. one less thing that i have to like mm-hmm. worry about just to be able to say it's already done and you just mm-hmm. go and you go to the next thing like you said like mm-hmm. because that is something that i found was it's like you're bouncing oh now there's we can get our next one for mm-hmm. small world and then we're going over to buzz and then mm-hmm. you know like I don't. Right. I like to try to do each area. Yes. And then, but it does make you have to bounce around when you're having to pick. Oh yeah. Constantly. Do you remember when they used to have paper fast pass pass? Oh yeah. <laughs> we had fake. We had a paper one when we went for dinosaur. Well, we they gave us okay. one because the ride went down. But back yeah. in the old days, but we had, had to run to the fast pass machines, yes. put your tickets yeah. in, it spits out the little paper. And so that all there mm-hmm. was also some crisscrossing with that because maybe you started out Well, that's true too. You know, it's Space Mountain and you got right. your fast pass and you said, Okay, well we we can come back in a couple hours. What are we gonna do now? We gotta we're gonna run over there and get right. one. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see you be able to book a couple in advance, not the same day. Like I want to be able to sleep in if I want to sleep in and know that I've got a couple planned. And then maybe it's like once you've actually scanned into the park, you can do one at a time from there or something like that. I don't know. There's just got to be a better way. I would love to have a vacation where I can sleep in. And as the Disney planner of the family, that doesn't happen for me because we're all the ones sitting there in the dark getting the first thing. And then it's like, you really expect me to be able to go back to sleep after that? No, now I am raring to go, get me some Joffreys, and let's get the show on the road. Yeah, well, that was me sitting in the bathroom drinking my 
Well, and, then, and then once and you're like, up, you know, everybody else is up. And well, it wasn't soon after that that I was saying, "All right, mm-hmm. time to get up. Come on, yeah, yeah, everybody up. Mama's been up for a little while now, <laughs> getting everything ready for everybody. She's caffeinated. She's ready. Yeah, caffeinated. I've laid everybody's. Mm-hmm. I lay everybody's clothes out the night before. But mm-hmm. all right, time mm-hmm. to go. Plus, I'm also bad about. And I tried to rein it in when we first took the kids, but about, all right, we're going to be there when it opens and we're leaving when it closes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With the age they're at, I don't know what I was thinking. I had to rein that in, that attitude. Yeah, that's tough. But for me, we don't get to go as often. And we're on a one family income, so I don't work. My husband works. So I think it's kind of that added layer of like, when are we going to be back here? We got to go and do, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I did pretty good with it. My husband didn't mention like, you're nuts (laughs) because there were times and some of the parks, it was just our slower day, but there were Mm -hmm. times where I was like, oh, we should go and do this and, you know, X, Y, and Z and whatever. And I'm like, no, no, we should just leave now because... If we go and do that, and then we try to leave, and we got to wait for the bus and get back, mm-hmm. I'm setting myself up for failure. Yeah. Because somebody's bound to have a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> different when your kids are that little. Which you don't hopefully have to worry about no. at 13. <laughs> no, I yeah, We do had not. a couple bus meltdowns this past trip in August. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to getting to that point where they can be reasoned with a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Um, well, another thing I was wondering about, so we're talking about Genie Plus and the price of Genie Plus has gone up and is going up mm-hmm. and price of everything is going up, it seems like. Is that something that you're hearing from people that do they feel like it's still worth it, that it's still a good value, even though the prices have increased? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think worth it is is very subjective. It depends on the the person, the family. I mean, most of the people I talk to are really into Disney. So you'd be hard pressed to make them say it was not worth it. I will be interested. I'm really looking to try to find someone to come and do a trip report with me who it's their very first Disney trip. I really want to see that perspective. Um, because most of the people I'm interviewing have been before. Some of them are travel planners and are doing travel planning for a living. Um, so it's a totally different ball game. But I don't know, I think that worth it. To me, it is you have these memories, you have these photos. Um, and it's just it's a unique way to vacation. Like you can go to a beach anywhere. And a lot of beaches are the same. But if I go to Disney, I can travel the world, <laughs> you know, one country at a time. Uh, one snack at a time. Right. And, and then you have that thing in common with, with so many other people that like, there's this whole community out there of Disney lovers and people who really appreciate what the parks have to offer beyond just fun rides. Because once you really get into the world of the Disney community, re- you realize mm-hmm. it's, it's more than rides. It's about time together as a family. It's about nostalgia. It's about trying new things. Like you can go to Disney multiple times a year and never have the exact same trip 
I mean, you could have the exact same trip if you wanted, but <laughs> but you don't have to. It can be yeah. different every single time. Right. Well, like, like you talked about, solo trip, mm-hmm. friend trip, trip with kids, trip with the whole family. Oh, yeah. And even within those, there's different, I feel like, ways to go. I, you know, never done a solo trip myself, but like. I could go do a solo trip and be all food heavy, you Mm -hmm. know, or I'm going to go and do all the rides that I always, you know, like to do and can't do with the kids. Can't do with the kids (laughs) or, yeah, I mean. Don't shop in peace. Well, shopping for sure, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a big, big shopper, but we've talked about this before in Epcot, all the stores with all the glass. Oh, yeah. I don't particularly want to buy, but, like, I just want to go in there and look at all the the pretty things. And, you know, well, a lot of it I I can't afford. But just to be able to, like, actually step foot into those places. Mm-hmm. Or any store where you're not having somebody asking. Well, yeah, I want this. I want yeah. that. I want this. Can I get this? How much is this? Well, yeah. also different times of year. Because I'm sure when right. you went in February, that was a different experience than going in May versus going mm-hmm. in September. Like, there's different oh, things yeah. going on. Yeah, all the festivals. Mm-hmm. Holidays. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could, there's endless possibilities with a trip to Disney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even if you do pretty much the same stuff, it's never going to be the same. Right. Mm-hmm. I think my thing with Disney, too, is you're so, it's not like any other theme park, like a Six Flags or something like that, where they got mm-hmm. ride and a ride and like the theming, just the minute details. Mm hmm that they mm-hmm. think about it really immerses you and like you really feel mm-hmm. like you're in these places mm-hmm. yeah i think if you if you yep. go on the internet and you read what people say you start to get this impression that things are going downhill and the magic is mm-hmm. gone and the cast members are not like they used to be and you know i, I don't know i feel like you get a, a, a negative view or a more negative view than i think it is in reality but i think if you actually go mm-hmm. as long as you do some planning and know what you're getting yourself into because i think sometimes people go there and they haven't been in a while or they've never been and they don't really know what to expect and then they get there and they didn't mm-hmm. realize that now there's this genie plus thing and mm-hmm. you need to think about maybe doing mm-hmm. some mobile ordering and just different stuff and then they end up not having a good experience but i think if you do your homework before you go and you have realistic expectations that you're not probably going to do every ride and see everything and meet every character and you can be flexible with that i Mm -hmm. still think the value is there i still think Mm -hmm. the magic is there well you have to remember that you are the magic like you are the magic they wrote a whole song about it and you know you bring that with you if you go in with such a level of expectation there's no possible way that they can meet it in terms of the service and the standards, you're setting yourself up for failure. But if you go in just hopeful that you're going to have a good time and trying to connect with your family and trying to experience the the things you haven't experienced yet or to re-experience the things that you love, you just have to go into it with that kind of mindset because it, it really is true. Like they could, they could be as uh, on top of things in terms of customer service as yeah as they can be. But if you if you're not contributing to that magic, it's never going to be what 
you think of as like the Disney magic. Like you are, you truly are part of it. It sounds so cheesy, but like you truly are part of the magic too. Like you have to bring it. (laughs) It's true though. And the thing too though is if you have a problem at the resort or in the parks, like they're not Mm going to go, well, too bad. (laughs) So sad. I mean, like they are going to go out of their way to Mm -hmm. make it right, make it better, do I've told this story a million times and I've told it on our podcast before, but as simple as my kid losing a rubber dinosaur, you probably know about these, you know, they got sand, these toys that are like rubbery, but they have like sand inside of them that she got when she rode dinosaur in Animal Kingdom. So we're in Epcot and she loses. Well, my son actually was the one that lost it. He had it in the stroller and dropped it. And we went because, you know, she's hysterical about this dinosaur. And I'm like, it's gone. I mean, I traced back our steps, looked on top of trash cans <laughs> behind bushes. And mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> like, it's just some other kids picked it up. But of course, you know, you're trying to calm them down. We'll go to guest services and we'll put in a lost and found ticket. And, you know... I'm not saying other places would be like, what's wrong with you? You know, they're not going to look at you and say that, but they might go, you know, I don't know. It's a toy. Can't help you. Sorry. But the cast member was so great. I mean, he was like looking at my daughter. Oh, I'm so sorry. What did it look like? Like writing down like this very descriptive thing of this dinosaur and then fill it out, fill our information out. He's like, I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. Comes back with a tinker. Bell. Pretty, I have it because I held on to it because I was like, mm, Mommy's gonna hold on to this because I don't need you to lose it. Tinkerbell pen and was like, I know this is not your dinosaur, but like sparkly pen. And like, she was like, Okay, you know, <laughs> of course, you know. But, like, that's just to say that they went out of their mm-hmm. way to really connect with her. And they really could have looked at us and been like, y'all are nuts. Because both my kids had no shoes on, I remember. It was the end of the day, right before the fireworks were going to start. You know, we all looked like they looked disheveled, you know. <laughs> so, like I said, they went above and beyond. And yeah, yeah, the dinosaur never showed up, but it turned a bad situation into a good one. Yeah. But you also, it sounds like you did not go into that situation expecting them to do anything specific, right. but just wanting to report it. And so that's part of you bringing the magic is you coming in and, and not expecting any kind of prize or reward or like being right. pixie dusted or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff happens when you're not expecting it because yeah. that should be truly pixie dust. Like it's the icing on the cake. You got to report it. They took your child seriously. It's just, you know, icing on the cake that they gave her a pin and like really made it into right. a special, which I'm sure she probably will remember for a while. Oh, she, yeah, she, she has, I don't know, like freakishly weird memory <laughs> about stuff that she, when she was like two and stuff. And I'm like, Be careful yeah, what you say around her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 She, uh, it's like really weird because 
I have a couple pins. I don't. I'm not a big like pin trader by all means or anything, but I do have a couple pins. Like I have a 50th one, and I have like a generic, you know, like Walt Disney pin that I got. And then there's like Tinkerbell one. And I think I have like a couple more, but they're on my mm-hmm. dresser, and she knows that like that's kind of mommy's spot i have some more like trinkets from other trips and stuff but every now and then if she asks we you know we can get them down and look at them and she'll go through each one and a couple she doesn't know about because she obviously wasn't there when i got Mm -hmm. them and she's like oh but this is the one that we got at epcot that that time when i lost the dinosaur and i'm like (laughs) yeah you know and i think that's also something that people will be like oh why would you take them you know they'll never remember Mm -hmm. so i was almost five before i ever went for the first time and i remember bits and pieces of going Mm -hmm. like i was four and a half and i remember i mean not everything to every detail but i do remember going to the airport and flying on the airplane because i think that was probably the first time ever flown an airplane Mm -hmm. and like i remember being in animal kingdom and that was back when they had the jungle book area where they had all the jungle book characters out i remember and seeing pocahontas in that area around that area too like so i don't remember everything but for me to take my kids and see them be so excited Mm -hmm. and light up and i mean my son you know you ask him and he'll kind of I think he's just saying yes, he does remember, (laughs) you know, seeing Mickey Mouse and whatever, because he's almost three. But my daughter, oh my gosh, nonstop. Mm -hmm. Still now, when are we going to go back? How far of a drive is it to Florida again? (laughs) She's like mapping something. I don't know what she's scheming. She's got a little laptop in her room. She's planning a trip. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't put Hey, if she's going to pay for it. Yeah. I wish, I wish, but yeah, so I mean, just, I think like you said, the memories, the photos, I cried so much on that trip because they would just be so excited and just having the time of their life, and I'm like, oh, it's so sweet, you know, (laughs) like, so I say to the naysayers, take your kids, take them, they're gonna have fun, you're gonna remember it, they, even if they don't remember it, you'll have the fun, I mean, I have this frame photo so we were there for the 25th when i first ever went and so that was when they had the candy castle and they had decorated it mm-hmm. that people were either loved mm-hmm. it or hated it mm-hmm. and we actually recreated that photo so in that photo it was my dad my sister my cousin and myself you know the horse uh, head like the you call mm-hmm. those things on Main Street, like hitching posts. The so hitching posts. Your, your horse. Yeah, we're in that. As a child, we're standing next to that, and so we mm-hmm. actually actually recreated that. And oh man, I was a mess with the fiftieth anniversary. With castle. the fifth fiftieth, mm-hmm. and had this lady take our photo, and I'm sitting there like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm blubbering. And my daughter's like, "Why are you crying, mommy? Why are you happy?" Like you. Maybe if you have kids, you'll understand one day. So I don't mean to go on a a tangent there. Yeah, I'm going in February and bringing um, my sister and her kids. And my sister's never been. So 
I know she's a newbie. And so I cannot tell you how excited I am to take her for the first time and see her, her experience, everything, but all, I mean, her kids too. Sure. <laughs> They're like uh, seven and three. So the, like, I want to see the kids experience it, but I specifically want to see my sister experience it, you know, as an adult, never having been, I think it's just gonna, it's gonna make it feel fresh and new again. And because we go so often now, but when you go with somebody, it really does add that different element to the trip. And Mm -hmm. because it's going to be her first time, it's, I think I'm just going to get so much pleasure out of like, oh, let's see what she thinks about Carousel of Progress. (laughs) (laughs) Little things like that. It'll be amazing. That that is fun. Well, the the first time we went together, that was your husband's first time. Yeah, my husband had never been. And so he Mm -hmm for the first time ever went as a grown, grown adult. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. yeah, leading up to it, I was like, you know, and you kind of get that, please love it. (laughs) Yes. Love it. Like, you know, at the end of the day, his feet are hurting and everything. And I'm like, but you still want to go? Then You know, like, you're ready to go. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Phew. It does put some pressure on you if you're mm-hmm. the person who loves it and you're like, oh, yeah. I feel like I have to make it perfect for you so you yeah. love it too so we come back. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And you don't want to push it too much to make them not like yeah. it because you're yeah. so like. are going to love this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 My husband was in a simil- similar boat. He had been once in high school for his senior trip and really remembered nothing. <laughs> he wasn't even sure which parks they went to. So when we went last year, that was really the first time he had done the full the full mm-hmm. thing, and yeah, it was the same thing like every day. Like, so so, are you having fun? You How's good? It going? You good? Yeah. Are you willing mm-hmm. to go back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he claims he is. So we'll see. We'll get him back someday, but eventually. Yeah. yeah. Well, if he doesn't want to go, you know somebody yeah. that will. Oh, you I can, know. I'll take his place. <laughs> Listen, we, my best friend that I talked about that I had gone on the trip with, I think it was last year's, either last year or the year before we were going in, in July or something. And my my husband could not go for some reason, like he wasn't sure about being able to go with work or something. And so she was going to sub in for him. So then it was going to be me and Alex and my friend. And I don't know, like a couple of weeks before he was like, I think I can go. And so then it was like the four of us in this room. It was like all four of us staying in the room because I was like, uh, I already gave your spot away. Um, <laughs> so I was like, we're just going to make it work. We're going to make it work. And I'm, I, I, that's when I got super organized about how I like contain everything when I get into a hotel room. It changed, it changed my ways of doing things. And I'll, I'll never go back, even with just the three of us when we go as a family. What hotel was that? Uh, um, it was a split stay. So we had done, it was like three nights, three nights. It was a nine, nine night stay. It was Coronado Springs, Bay Lake Tower, uh, Riverside. Yeah. So it was like a variety like the Coronado Springs. We were in the Grand Destino Tower. Those rooms are nice and big and they're new and they're gorgeous, but they had the added thing of like in the bathroom, when you walk in, the area with the sink, like that's where the shower is. So only the toilet was closed off with another door. So if you couldn't be like in the shower and have somebody else come in and brush oh. their teeth when you're like in a situation with like a friend with you. And then um, at Bay Lake Tower, because we were, you know, it's DVC in those studios, like the layout is really weird. The kitchen takes up an abnormal amount of space for 
a studio. They've got all these like drawer storage, like you're going to be cooking stuff in there. I'm like, it's, it's a kitchenette. Like, you've got a microwave and a toaster. So <laughs> that, that was a little weird. It felt very tight there. And then Riverside felt normal. It was like a normal size room. I would say between the three of those, I liked Grand Justino for a, a party of four like that, where it was a mix of family plus a friend in spite of the bathroom situation. Right. Well, yeah, that's my question is, yeah, you got the added person and now. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he's like, she, she's like my best friend. So she's very much like a sister to my husband. So it was totally fine in terms of like all four of us being in the space. But it does like, it's a added layer of negotiation of like, right. who's so using the bathroom when? Right yeah. up the shower schedule. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, of right. DVC, so you are a DVC member. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe we could... Yes kind of pick your brain a little bit on that because we sure. we go back and we, forth on whether we, or not yeah. it would be worth it for us. Yeah, we 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 play with okay. these ideas and look up points and and all that stuff. So, maybe you could go in a little bit mm-hmm. about what your experience has been thus far. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love it. We bought in 2018 and did not plan to buy. We were walking through Epcot and got roped in by one of the people at the booths. And at the time they were doing a promotion where you got, I think it was, it was a minimum hundred dollar gift card. And so it was that and three free fast passes a piece. And so we were like, okay, <laughs> show up for this, for the fast passes and the gift card. And we went and we sat down with our DVC guide over at the Polynesian in one of their um, little mock rooms. And uh, our guide's name is Caesar. So shout out to Caesar. We still hear from him. Every time we go down, he sends an email like, see, you're coming down. And um, he sends us birthday emails. And so I'm sure they're all automated. I'm sure he's got it set up to go out. But it still does. I'm like, oh, Caesar. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but uh, we sat down with him and we went through it. And I would 100% not, not recommend this for most people. Do not sit down without having thought it through and buy on the spot. Um, because it's a large purchase. It really is. And we sat down and went through it. And I never thought for a million years that we would walk away having signed up for it. I really didn't. But in talking through it, it really got my husband Charles's years going and thinking about like the savings, knowing that I wanted to go as often as I did. And Mm -hmm. he realized that in the long run, it would be a savings. Now I say that this is like this whole new concept of girl math out there. Um, There is girl math. There's also Disney math. And when you combine girl math and Disney math together, it's like, it's it's Disney girl math, I guess. (laughs) So, you know, yes, it's saving us money in terms of the cost. When it comes down to it at the end of the day, it makes it almost the price of like a moderate to stay at these, at least in the studio level Mm -hmm. though that we're paying for. But at the same time, because we have it, I buy annual passes. And because we have it, I am eating at Disney restaurants every time I go down there. So it's like there's other things that you're spending on. They also, I would encourage anybody who's looking into it to really think through the math of it because it can really work out in your favor, but not in every situation. I mean, if you have the money to be able to pay for it, up front that mm. sure 
go ahead and do that. If you have to take out one of the loans to get it, you really need to think through like how long it would take you to pay right. it off. Is it really worth it? Now we were in a situation where we signed up for it and we were able to pay for it. So we did. It led to it led to a, a return trip on the airport that time where we were sitting there going, what did we oh, do? No. But like we literally <laughs> just walked away having spent tens of thousands of dollars was this the right choice? So it was, it took us, I would say a good like week or two after that trip to be like, okay, we feel okay about it. And then once we took our first trip as DVC members and all all the subsequent trips we've taken since, totally worth it. But that's because like it was paid for. Now all I worry about is, is the maintenance that gets mm. paid. And I feel like it's a good value because I like to stay in deluxe hotels. <laughs> so you would like to do that just in general. Yeah. I just feel like, like you were talking about in the very beginning, like if we had it and we had the points, we would feel like we had to go like all the time mm-hmm. and we would maybe end up spending even more money because we would feel like we had to go all the time. Yeah. 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 So you can you can rent out points yeah, if you decide sure. that you you know, this year we're gonna go to the Grand Canyon or something. You can rent out your points and you can mm-hmm. make some money that you're not really gonna lose out if you decide yeah. that you're not gonna use them. Yeah. You can rent out your points. You can use I, I would recommend using one of the services mm-hmm. that helps you do that so that you're not stuck in a situation where the person backs right. out. Cause when, when someone rents your points through one of those systems, there's, there's no refund. Like they sign up for it and you know, but the other thing I would recommend is if you're buying DVC, you should be buying DVC to visit pretty much the Disney park DVC re- resorts exclusively. Like mm-hmm. sure. I'll use them at some point. I'm sure to go to Alani and that sort of thing, but do not go into it thinking I can, convert these points and use it at one of these other timeshare systems because they market that as a selling point. It You will not get your money's worth doing that, nor will you get your money's worth using points for cruises, things like that. Like you, you really need to use them at Disney to really get the full, the full value. But it kind of changes the, because you go so often, it changes the way you, you vacation a little bit because you, you're a little less frenzied about, I have to get everything mm-hmm. done. Cause I know for a fact at the very minimum, I'm coming back once a year. And then when you do get to stay in a bigger room, which this is where we got spoiled the very first time was when we signed up, like they make it sound like it's this bonus, like you're getting these extra points at the beginning, but it's not really a bonus. It's based on the time of year that we bought, we qualified to get the year's points that were, that was currently in progress, in addition to the ones that would flow into our point bucket or however you want to phrase it later. So it felt like we got a whole extra year's points as a bonus. And that was not the case. So because we had that extra year's points and the year that was coming up to use for our very first trip, we used it to get a one bedroom. And we don't have enough points to do a one bedroom every single trip. Mm. We have enough points to do a studio every year and then maybe have some point. We always have points left over. So that's how I'll like add on a day here, add on a day there. But having that one bedroom, the very first trip, I mean, man, you want to talk about being spoiled because we had a washer dryer Mm. unit. Like you do not have to pack very much stuff on a trip with a washer dryer. My husband 
Like, I don't care about cooking when I'm on vacation. In fact, I don't want to cook. But my husband was like thrilled to be able to get up and make his own breakfast and like make (laughs) eggs and bacon in the room. And I was like, you do you. That's fine. (laughs) So it's, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. So we normally stay in a studio this coming February. I was really helped out by the pandemic because of things getting shifted a little bit. Like we were planning to do this anyway, but it just made it even easier for me to put enough points mm-hmm. together between combining years to do a two bedroom for this coming fe- February. So that like I'm able to house my sister and her kids. And depending on whether they say they're going or not, her fiance and her fiance's kid wow. as well, like all of us can fit in the same room together easily. And that takes some of the burden off of them for the cost of a Disney trip, because like we talked about before, it is not cheap. And I think that that is mm-hmm. something that has made it really hard for families, uh, the cost of it. So I just want to touch on, so you can, you can bank points if you don't use them within the use here, you can kind of save them for later. And you can also mm-hmm. borrow from, from future years. Mm-hmm. Cause I think from what I have heard and you can tell us if this is true, that the studios can be kind of hard to get because there's a lot of people who have enough points to get studios, but anything bigger, one bedroom, two bedroom, mm-hmm. people don't necessarily have that many points. So those don't book up as fast. And so maybe you mm-hmm. you bank and you borrow and you try to get a one bedroom instead. Yeah. I mean, I think I do not want to get in a situation where I have to be borrowing just because that takes away from my future happiness. So like, I only ever want to be banking if I have to. And that usually I'm either using the extra points that we have after a, a week's worth of studio for a day or two here and there, or I'm, I'm banking them forward. You just have to make sure you bank on time because you have to bank three months before the end of your use year or something like that to be able to do that. And I would say availability of studios, sure, availability of studios not at your home resort. Maybe you might have a little bit of of an issue or if you're waiting, because if it's not at your home resort, you only get to do it seven months in advance, whereas at your home resort, it's 11 months in advance. If you're a planner, which it sounds like you are, (laughs) it's totally, it's possible. Like I'm always, I know when we're going, we have the school break in February. That is when we are using our points. So every year at the 11 month mark, I am booking a studio. And then our goal is to try each of the different DVC resorts. So at the seven month mark, I look and I see what's available. And if there's something available I want to try, then I move over to that. If there is not something available I want to try, then I know I'm good to go with the studio at Wilderness Lodge. Our home resort is Copper Creek. And that's my favorite resort anyway. So it's like I'm always happy. At the end of the day, there are places like Saratoga Springs and Old Key West that are so big. I I would say you could pretty much always find a studio at one of those other resorts. The only key would be like if you're trying to do it during Christmas week or something like that, but Mm -hmm. you can find something. But that some people call Saratoga the the resort of last resort, but I can tell you as somebody who stayed there, it's really nice. And you can walk over to Disney Springs and the rooms are renovated and it was totally beautiful. It was a different trip. I highly recommend a car rental there. But other than that, you know, it's beautiful. I like there's not a bad DVC resort. There are DVC resorts that need renovating. Like I am not totally crazy about Bay Lake Tower, but <laughs> and then Boardwalk also needs renovating. Well, I think maybe we wanted to get a little bit of information about your podcast. That's yeah, you know, where people can find you. Yeah, where we can find you. Sure. What can they look forward to? How do they contact mm-hmm. you if they want to be on the show, if they have a trip coming sure. up? Sure. 
Well, where I long to be, I'm on all of the major podcast platforms. So Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all of those. So you can just look me up. I, I have recently started showing up in search results. If you search for Trip Report Disney, you got to scroll down a little bit. But where I long okay. to be uh, is the name. I also have uh, an Instagram page for the podcast and I use it primarily to share other people's content that I like. And then that is where I post photos from the trip reports that I do. So people will share photos from their trip and I'll kind of post it the same day that I'm announcing the episode that has gone live so that you can scroll through and see the face of the person who was talking on the podcast. So I don't have like a specific day of the week that I release. Like I'm trying to get into a habit of that. Like I, I recognize that I should be saying, okay, I'm going to post every week on a certain day or every two weeks on a certain day. Initially, it was just hit and miss when I got everything together. The past couple of times I've posted on a Monday. So I think I'm going to try to try to get some kind of routine going. It just, it's taken me a while to build up enough guests to be able to have the content and then editing takes a while. And and I have a full-time job and I'm a mom, so it's, it's a lot of work, but if anybody would like to be a trip report guest, I'm always looking for for guests. Like I said earlier, I'm in particular interested to talk to people who are going for the first time. And I always interview somebody before their trip and after their trip. So you have to reach out enough in advance so that I can get something scheduled for us before you go. Right. The show notes of every episode has the link and I can also be reached at where I long to be podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah. And we follow you of course. So you can always go to us and, and find, find your page on there too as yeah. well. Yeah. I, I'd be curious to hear, uh, I listened to an episode of somebody that has never been, or even somebody that hasn't been in, in years. Ages, right. Yeah. Know? Cause it's changed so much. Yeah, Years, years, because I mean, it's just, it is crazy how much changes mm-hmm. and s- systems change, how, you know, things are run within just a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> how much can actually change. And things are changing all the time, I feel like, with going on a Disney trip in general. I'm, I'm in particular, I should also say, I'm, I'm specifically looking for people right now who are sort of traveling. I would say after Thanksgiving time, I have a couple of trips that are already recorded and on the books. I just am in the process of editing them and getting them ready to go. Um, so if anybody's traveling in like December or or after, particularly beyond, it's never, well, I'm not going to say it's never too early to reach out. Like I wouldn't want you to reach out like a year in advance. But if if somebody reaches out to me months in advance and it sounds like one, I want to make sure I, I get scheduled, I will be the one to say, okay, I'll set a reminder for myself to reach out to you the month before and touch base again, that sort of thing. Cause I want to, I want to get my schedule as locked into place as possible. It's a, it's a lot to juggle when there's two interviews involved. Right, so right. and life in general, <laughs> being a mom yeah. Yeah. and life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Even a mom to an older kid is, that's a whole nother set of things. What I feel like mm-hmm. it's like when one door closes, another one opens. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I think, I think we're probably okay. ready to wrap it up here. Yeah. Thanks. So. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, this was a delight. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. It's always fun to talk Disney. Oh, well, yeah. it, is. it is. I mean, I think we've said that we will talk to anybody about <laughs> Disney miles away. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. I'll talk to people in line at the grocery store about <laughs> Disney. If it is. 
I know. I was like, you didn't know what you were getting into when you stood next to me in this grocery line and you mentioned you had a trip coming up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it sounds to me like maybe you have a future as a travel planner. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. But we'll, uh, we definitely would love to, to do this again sometime. Yeah. This is great fun and a delight. And if you if you ever have a Disney trip, you know I will be itching to talk to you about it. So, <laughs> well, hopefully it'll be sooner than later for us. Yeah, for me in particular, we, this one yeah, just you know, just got back. Yeah, but you just get back. You can always dream of. I, I was driving down, riding down the road on on our latest trip, contacting our travel agent that we used. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you leave, you're ready to get back. Yes. Yes. Yep. Well, thank you so much for your time. This was great. Thank you. Thank you. And thank thank you you to everyone for listening. Yeah. And we will see you again next week. All right. right. Thank you. Take care. Take care. All right. Bye.